0: Thank you for calling Minute 24. Please listen to the full menu as the following options have changed. To select a guest to come on the podcast, press 1 now. To email the title of a movie you've never seen to the guest, press 2 now. To make wild guesses about the movie, press 3 now. To watch Minute 24 to Minute 30 of the movie, press 4 now. To make more wild guesses, press 5 now. To have the movie spoiled for you, please stay on the line. Shh. It's starting. I pressed record, so it's going to start with a really tentative "yes" from you. <laughs> I'm excited about. Um, <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome to Minute Twenty Four, the podcast where we review movies we've never seen before. I'm your host Melissa Darch. With me today is my guest, Mike Thompson. You're always yeah. Mike. It's
1: Mike. I'm Mike
0: okay, Thompson. good. I'm okay. Michael. Your email address is Michael, but I figured you're Mike. I always yeah. know you as Mike. Yeah. Um, that's my full name. yeah. Your professional, you ever have? Do you have a professional name?
1: Uh, Mike.
0: Just Mike. I yeah. like that. I like it, sir. Yeah. Well, I was a teacher for a while, so for a while, my professional name was Senorita Darch. Just super- oh.
1: you taught um, Spanish?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I taught math. I just made him call me <laughs> Senorita Darch. <laughs> Thought it'd be cool. Um, uh, Mike, I'm really excited to have you on podcast because I just said this to you a second ago but you made me rewatch a movie that I was sort of tepid on and I liked it this time so I think it's I think this podcast is fun because even though you picked a movie you love I make you rewatch it and I think it's nice to like get to see things over again or like maybe something from your childhood that you loved and now you get to see it again as an adult and be like oh that was actually weirder than I remember like that's better than I remember
1: yeah that's so the same for me for my movie Yeah. Um,
0: So you picked True Lies, which I'm excited for because that's, I feel like it's a movie that's referenced a lot, like in conversation when people are talking about famous movies. They're like, you know, it's not like a blah, 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 or a True Lies or anything, but it's this. And I don't know anything about it. Like I know the name of it. I know that people talk about it. I know nothing else. So I'm kind of excited to do this movie because usually I know like you said I know like a character or two I know an actor that's in it but this I know nothing perfect be super wrong Um, I told you this already but I always say this for the audience I'm gonna say a lot of wrong stuff about true lies and I've paid Mike to agree with me the whole time so if you're a fan at home and Mike is like yeah that's totally true like George Clooney does go to jail in the movie and it's a lie it's not because Mike doesn't know the movie it's because he has to tell me that I'm smart and beautiful and talented for the whole beginning of the podcast.
1: Those are all true stuff.
0: <laughs> See? I paid him. Yeah. Okay. The movie's
1: called True Lies, so I mean, yes. this is perfect.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Fits the ticket. Um, okay, so I sent you a group of questions, and I'm going to answer them right now. Title of the movie, True Lies. Check. What do I know about the movie going into it? I already said I know nothing. I do feel like it came out in, like, the 80s or 90s because I do feel like it's... <clears throat> Either right when I was a child, and it's an adult movie, and that's how I missed it, or right before I was born. Um, I don't think it's like the '50s, but I also I don't remember seeing like a poster for it, so I don't think it was in the 2000s because I've been to a movie theater before, like I would have seen <laughs> something. Um, famous lines or scenes you think come from this movie? This is one of those movies where I can't tell you what the famous line or scene is, but I bet I would bet a million dollars that i have seen a movie that is like parodying one of the scenes or like it's like an homage to it or like this movie has this scene because true lies you know did it first or whatever um but i don't know what it is could be anything
1: yeah you're right though
0: (laughs) i yeah it seems like a famous (laughs) movie That people, like, take notes on. You know, I bet it's taught in, like, film classes, um, some film classes, but I just don't know anything about it. Um, People you think are in this movie. Again, I have no idea, but it feels like a, sort of like a crime movie or, like, a a spy seduction type movie. So, like, and I also think it's, like, the 80s or 90s. So, like, Ray Liotta might be in it or, like... um, Catherine Zeta-Jones would be a little young for it, but like whoever was like her in the (laughs) 80s and 90s, like that's the type of woman I think would be in it. Um, Who else? I don't even know. That's like an era where I don't even really know people. Oh, maybe, you know what? I want Willem Dafoe to be in it too. I don't know why, I don't know what his part is, but I just want him to be in more stuff, I think. So I'm gonna put him in this movie (laughs) for me um genre of the movie I think it's like action I think it's like spies um maybe a little bit of suspense but mostly just like an action movie
1: action Uh, suspense spies nailed it
0: yeah that's like a you know the one genre (laughs) um why haven't you seen the movie I think it just I was explaining this the other day to someone I did take a film crit class like in high school so like not wasn't good um no one's fault it's just we were high schoolers but I feel like my teacher was like if you want to catch up on movies watch like anything from the AFI top 100 and I did I watched some of them but there's so many movies on the AFI top 100 that are there for like oh they like discovered this cool editing trick which I'm sure is really cool but like most people that I know aren't talking about cool editing tricks and like Citizen Kane. Like no one's discussing it. Yeah. So I watched a bunch of movies at one point in time that were like famous, important, I'm putting air quotes, movies that no one ever fucking talks about. So sometimes when someone's like, oh, that movie's so famous, you've got to see it. I'm like, I don't know, tepid. I'm like, do I have to watch it? Because no one's talking about Citizen Kane. Everyone made me watch it. So I think that's what happened with this movie is someone was like, oh, True Lies is famous. It's so good. You've got to watch it. And I was like, I've never heard anyone talk about it, so I haven't seen it. But now I, after today...
1: I think it might be on that list. Really? Maybe.
0: Maybe. There's Maybe that's I've movies, heard of. So it.
1: It has pretty, like 98 or
0: something. pretty good odds. Okay, so Mike, I made you pull up the poster and if you screen share it with me, hopefully I at least know like an actor that's in it. I'm also terrible at actors, so... It might be someone famous, I just don't know them. (laughs) Schwarzenegger, okay, I do know who he is. He's a governor. Um, True Lies, there's a grenade. He's got a gun. There's, like, a seal behind him, maybe, like, a presidential seal, not, like, a ball-on-its-nose seal. Interesting. This is so weird. I, like, I have such dysmorphia with Schwarzenegger and, like, Bruce Willis, too, because I think there were, like, ten years for each of them where they were, like, sexy, like people put him in stuff as like the hot, like not just an action guy, but like a hot action guy, and it's so weird to me because I started movie watching movies with both of them as like almost like the I'm too old for this shit guy, doing <laughs> action stuff, and so like the idea that like like they're trying to make Schwarzenegger a little sexy in this, and I'm not saying they're failing, but just like for me, it's like oh, that's my dad. You know what I mean?
1: They yeah, they definitely were the the hot the hot guys at this time i don't yeah. know who to compare him to now chris yeah hemsworth.
0: whoever like a bond yeah chris hemsworth or like yeah whoever they pick for the next bond um yeah. yeah it's just i just it just was a different time and people thought that he was very sexy and i'm not saying he isn't but just to me it's always like that guy's 60 in my mind like i can't think of him as like a sexy guy because to me he's old yeah, you're old this-
1: schwarzenegger this poster doesn't give too much away. No, it's
0: really just the grenade and like Schwarzenegger. That's really all I'm getting. So I do, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of falling onto spies. I really do think it's maybe just because it rhymes with true lies. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably where I'm getting That's from. actually
1: a pretty good observation. I, <laughs> Thank think, you. I think you caught on to something. <laughs> That's how they named you, it. You can't see the, it's like, because it's blown out, but yeah. it says James Cameron's true lies
0: interesting okay you could
1: see that yeah
0: so i didn't know anything about james cameron until avatar came out because i remember when avatar was coming out they're like he did titanic like he's this crazy he does all these huge movies and until this moment those were the only two movies i knew that he'd done so now now i'm gonna think true lies is like a you know avatar and titanic are both like very epic movies there's like a huge ship there's a huge world it's very like beautiful so now i think it's gonna be like a beautiful action movie somehow
1: i don't know i'm interested i'm
0: very interested okay so
1: You're, you're you're pretty much on the money
0: i hope i we're about to find out And you wouldn't Um, know if
1: you wasn't, because I was going to tell
0: you this. because you have to lie to me. (laughs) Um, Okay, you can stop screen sharing, and we, um, for the listeners, are going to take a break to watch the six minutes, because I can't record six minutes of a movie and just pretend it's mine. That's illegal. So um, you'll show me six minutes of the movie from uh, minute 24 and zero seconds to minute 30 and zero seconds. Um, Is this streaming anywhere, Mike, so people can watch it if they want?
1: It's not streaming anywhere. I tried to find it, and it stressed me out because I was like, I can't find the movie. How am I going to do the podcast? But then I was like, oh, I have the DVD because I'm 105 years old, and I'm classic.
0: And you love the movie. Yeah, and Um, I love the movie,
1: so of course I have it.
0: So if you guys want to watch along, call Mike. Rent his DVD Yeah. so you can see it.
1: (laughs) I'll classic Netflix to you. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I will try to recap the film okay we're back we just watched six minutes and um i'm gonna recap it and then mike i have a second set of questions that you haven't seen yet that i'm gonna try and answer so just for like a little bit longer you just have to like agree with me and then i'll let you know when you can tell me the
1: truth absolutely
0: okay so this six minutes we start with um arnold schwarzenegger and is that the woman that plays cassandra in wayne's world
1: it is
0: okay i thought so um, so she's, like, giving a tour around, like, her, like, she's an archaeologist or something, or she's just, like, a businesswoman who works with archaeologists, but everyone's, you know, like, dusting sand off of things with brushes, basically. Um, and they're in, like, some, like, museum-type or, like, warehouse-type place where they're, like, getting the artifacts ready to be shipped to wherever, And she's talking about how, like, a bunch of the stuff she gets are from Persia and, like, people are mad at her company because, like, you know, like, the Americans want these Persian relics, but she's like, they belong to Persia. Like, I'm sending them back to where they actually belong to, like, the people that it means something to or something like that. And he's like, oh, that's very nice. And it sort of feels like Arnold Schwarzenegger is, like, maybe a perspective buyer of some artifacts or maybe he's just gonna like invest in her company but he's definitely a man with money that she needs to like impress in some way um so that she can like keep her business going whether it's selling stuff to him or just um, getting his money as like a donation or getting his just like political support or whatever um and it seems to go well, and she smiles, and she's like, see anything you like? And he's like, this is weird. She's flirting with me, but he's like, maybe, I don't know. Leave me alone. And then he goes back to a hotel room, and you can tell that he's a spy. He was wearing a wire. There's um, Tom Arnold, I think. Is that Tom Arnold? Yes. Okay, Tom Arnold is there, and he's like, well, they're probably listening to us right now, and there's some guy that looks, like, a little crazy. <laughs> you know, he's got, like, <laughs> the poofy hair, and he, you know... He looks like yeah. a, a crazy tech guy and he's, like, checking the tuna sandwiches for bugs. Uh, like, yeah, he's checking, like, for wire bugs, not, like, ants, just to be clear. <laughs> but he's, like, scanning everything with one of those wands. Um, and so you understand that, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a spy, like I said, and, <clears throat> like, going undercover somehow to, like, crack this investigation or crack this, like, whatever they're doing because Tom Arnold thinks they're, like, yeah, they're sending artifacts to and from wherever, but he also thinks they're sending, like, guns or drugs or money. He can't figure out what it is, but he basically is like, I just don't trust him. Um, And you understand that Arnold Schwarzenegger's whole, like, his life as Mr. Rehnquist is, like, fake. Like, it's a dummy company, it's a fake name, it's whatever. Then it flashes to the most shocking scene we saw, (laughs) where Cassandra's (laughs) in her office conducting business. She's like, I want the shipments by Tuesday, not by Thursday. She hangs up the phone, her assistant's there seems normal. And then one of the like workers that you saw before that she like yelled at to get back to work or something, she like yelled at a group of people. And I think she yelled at them in not English. So, you know, and they all got up and started working. So I'm assuming she is like, get back to work. One of those guys comes in and looks her right in the face. And is like, are you joking? And then slaps her right across the face, like really hard. And I was like, "Uh, that's your boss. And then she goes, you're not paying me enough for this. So now I understand that he's really the big shot behind everything. And he's like pretending to just be like a, an employee, like blending in, don't worry about me. I'm just a guy brushing something. Yeah. Um, but he's really like the brains of the operation. And he's mad at her because he's like, don't conduct business over the phone. Like, we're being tapped. People are listening. Like, I don't trust that Rehnquist guy. Like, we're screwed. Like, people are watching us. We've got to be super, super careful. So it does seem like there's something shady going on. Um, it's not totally clear whether Cassandra is like, a bad guy or if she's just kind of caught in all of it. Um but she's definitely caught in it either way. She knows something bad is happening. She knows she has to be careful, but I can't tell if she like legitimately had this company and this guy came in and like threatened her and was like, you're going to start shipping our guns or if she has always been a bad guy. It's hard to tell. Um, but she gets slapped again across the face, which is insane. And I'm like watching this being like, get out of there, girl. Like, d- don't stick around. Yeah, it's Um nuts. But maybe, like, he's threatening her family or something. I don't know. So she's got to stick around. Um, And then it cuts to a very famous actress who's got giant glasses on. She's mixing the bowl. And I'm looking at her, and I'm like, I don't know if she's, like, Kevin's mom in Home Alone or if she's a principal in something. But I'm like, I've seen this lady. Like, I've definitely seen her as like a like i think she's like sort of a comedian even she at least is in like movies where she makes jokes this is um,
1: great.
0: yeah and definitely like family maybe she's like beethoven's mom or something you know like she the,
1: she's definitely something. mother of the people
0: yes yes in something and then she's got a daughter who looks like maybe the the lead actress in That Darn Cat. Do you remember that Disney movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, She's I'm like the Disney first
0: movies. goth girl. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. She looks like that girl. I don't know who she is. From Casper? Christina yes. Ricci? Yes, yes. She looks like Christina yeah. Ricci. I don't think she is Christina Ricci, but she looks like her. That type. Um, oh yeah, because that's Wednesday Adams, right? I definitely got a Wednesday Addams yeah. vibe. Okay, yes. Okay. So her, but not her. Um, and they're like, When's dad coming home? Basically, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, Yeah, I'll try to be home by whatever. I don't know if it's her birthday or whatever, but he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna try and get home. And like, he's not, we all know he's not gonna make it. That's how movies work. Yeah, and then Tom Arnold and Arnold Schwarzenegger, ooh, that's tough. Tom Arnold Schwarzenegger are driving and <laughs> <laughs> they're like, Uh, someone's following us, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, Pull over here, I'll, I'll shake them, <laughs> I'll like get out on foot and, and lose them or whatever. So they pull over and Arnold Schwarzenegger walks into this building that says Georgetown Park on it. So I think this takes place in D.C., but I don't know. And then um, he walks into, like, a bathroom and sets up, like, a trap. Like, it's like his box of cigarettes, but, like, maybe there's a camera in it or maybe there's an explosive in it or something. They zoomed in on it. I should know what it is. They zoomed in, but it's one of those two. You were
1: right. Every single sentence (laughs) you have said has been absolutely correct.
0: Mike I'm not paying you enough honestly
1: <laughs> You've been um, on the money
0: Um, So he sets it down He goes like to a urinal And then these two dudes that were following him Following him into the building And without like sweeping the bathroom To see if other people are there They take out like like automatic guns Like they're like business time Like it's insane looking In just like the middle of this place
1: Yeah you know it's America So <laughs> <Good> <laughs> it's not rifles And it's So.
0: It's gross. Oh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger had this great line where he's like, "That's the thing about terrorists—they're not very considerate of people's schedules," which I, which I thought was very funny. Yeah, he
1: goofy.
0: doesn't get enough credit. <laughs> um, okay, let me answer these questions real quick, and then I'll let you tell me the real truth because I really do want to know what happens in this. Um, who's actually in the movie? Everyone, like you said, I feel like we really did get like all the main characters in that six minutes. We saw, like, the wife at home, the daughter. We saw the bad guy. Like, we saw everyone, um, and I named them. Who's the main protagonist? Arnold, who's the main antagonist? That guy who, like, is pretending to be a worker, whoever he is. Um, I think, what happened to the main protagonist before the scene? This is early in Arnold Schwarzenegger's career, it feels like, as a a movie star. It feels like this is kind of early. And I think, like, early on, movies tried a little bit harder to, like, justify why an austrian dude was helping the american government so i think that they like thought something bad was happening in america and were like we need to call on a specialist we're gonna get this guy from they probably just said germany too because i don't think most people like call him austrian they're just like this eastern european guy so they probably called him over to help in the states um with whatever procedure and at first tom arnold was like i don't know how we're going to work together and then arnold schwarzenegger does something cool and tom arnold's like okay i can work with this guy like we'll be cool so they get the team together and arnold schwarzenegger starts staking this thing out but he has like an american family like he like his family members don't have accents other than like the classic midwest accent so it's like i don't think they're a cover family I don't know, dude. I think maybe they didn't do a lot of work to explain why he has an Austrian accent. Maybe they were just like, this is life. Get get used to it. He works for the government. Um, It is what it is. Or maybe they're ambassadors. I don't know, dude. Whatever. So he was living at home. All the
1: above. Yeah.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't think his family knows that he's like a spy. I think they think he has like an office job, like with some FBI or CIA, maybe, but like an office job. Like they don't think he's in the field because i don't think they would so casually be like are you gonna be home at seven if they knew he was tracking a bad guy you know what i mean yeah um what was happening to the antagonist before the scene i think he came into i think cassandra had a business and this guy the bad guy came into cassandra's business and was like you're gonna start moving my guns for me now and she was like i don't really want to do that that makes me uncomfortable and she was like and he was like i'm gonna kill your family and she's like okay then I have no choice, it's gotta happen. Um, a scene that probably happens in the movie, I really want Arnold Schwarzenegger and the bad guy to fight in that warehouse place, like with all the artifacts. And they're doing that thing that happens in like Indiana Jones movies where they're like ducking behind vases and like Arnold Schwarzenegger is like trying to like protect the relics, you know what oh, I mean? Yes. He's like yeah. trying to like, he's like catching vases and he's like moving things. Very Jackie so they chan Yes, yeah and he's like trying to like not get shot and also protect all this stuff for cassandra but the bad guy's just trying to kill him um a scene that would be fucking awesome that happens it would be really cool if um cassandra was a double agent and at the very end we find out that she's been working for like um the chinese government the whole time to try and take this guy down and she's been on the inside the whole time and like she gets kind of mad at Arnold Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold and was like, just let me handle my business. Like we were going to catch this guy and you came in and like bungled some things. But I mean, in the end, they're going to catch him. But I just think it'd be cool if she was a double agent as well. Because that would be a true lie she's telling. She does love architecture, but also she's a spy.
1: (laughs) Double, triple agents. All Yes,
0: for everyone. Um, How does the movie end? I think the movie ends with, oh god I would love this I would love if the movie ends with like a big firefight there you know everyone's diving shooting everywhere Arnold Schwarzenegger finally gets the guy they arrest him Tom Arnold's like good job buddy want a beer and Arnold Schwarzenegger's like no my daughter's turning 12 and he's gotta like jump in a car and like drive really fast to get to her like stupid 12th birthday party that's Casper themed I think it's (laughs) (laughs) themed. (laughs)
1: it has to be some gothic stuff yeah
0: i think so and then um why is this the title of the movie i think because i think i think a lot of people are gonna have you ever seen mission impossible 2 i think the scene where they're like on that train and everyone keeps being like i'm actually and they like peel off their face and they're a different person yeah i think that's like the long version of this movie is like every 20 minutes we find out someone isn't actually who they who we think they are. So like, we find out, we think Arnold Schwarzenegger is Rehnquist for like a really long time. And then like that scene we just saw is the first time that we find out he's a spy. And then we think he's we know he's a spy for like 20 minutes and then his wife finds out he's a spy and he's gotta deal with that. And then we find out Cassandra's a spy and we gotta deal, you know what I mean? It's like thing after thing after thing, we just keep finding out who, what we think we're seeing on the movie that's the truth. We keep finding out it's not actually the truth. I don't know, great. that's my guess. That's a great description. Thanks. Okay, I give up. Tell me tell me what happened.
1: (laughs) Uh so you were actually one hundred percent correct. No (laughs) No, um Okay. So yes, he is a spy. Okay. And uh his name is Harry Trasker. Or Harry Tasker, I think. Yeah, Harry Tasker. Okay. He's married to Helen Tasker who is Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Oh my God, she's so famous! I can't believe I yeah. can't think of her name.
1: She's been everyone's mom, like Lindsay Lohan's yes. mom, and everything. She even was like a principal, and I remember in like Screen Queens. Um, yes, yeah. So yes, yeah, she's done all those things. You said so. You're right. Uh, his daughter is Eliza Dushku, who is on Bring It On. Yes. You know, oh my like,
0: god, Missy and she's in from, Buffy, yeah, yes, in Buffy, yeah, uh, so yeah, so
1: she definitely is gothic, yes, uh, <laughs> and like she's like that whole emo because the movie came out in 1994, okay, so it's very indicative of that time, yes. Um, so Harry Trasker works for the NSA, I believe, or okay, a, some kind of fusion of that. They don't explain why he has that accent, I knew it, he's just American, they just they're
0: like, this is just happening.
1: Okay, I believe like him and like uh John Claude Van Damme and some other actors like were just action stars who were always just American, but it was like they clearly don't sound just American, yeah, they never care. whatever. Um, yeah, so him and Tom Arnold are like investigating uh some huge arms deal or something like that, and the connection they have to the big bads are is Juno Skinner, who is Tia Carrere, who is Cassandra from okay, yeah. Or uh, Nani from, or is the name Nani? The big sister from Lilo and Stitch. Oh. There's the voice of her. Oh, cool. Yeah. But so this lady is like an art, art dealer, but she actually uh, is connected somehow to the big bads. And right. The big bad is, of course, some poorly stereotyped. Yes. Of Middle Eastern uh, people. Yes. Her name is like, what is it? So, I wrote it down. Saleem Abu Aziz. Yeah, didn't try yeah. very hard. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, the 90s didn't do, you know. No. Were, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, he's actually secretly in charge of uh, trying to smuggle some weapons, nuclear weapons and stuff like that. He's yeah. using her, and he's paying her a lot of money. That's why he slapped okay. her twice. Doesn't this, validate it. No. Right? There's not a price tag on, like, beans. <laughs> so, it's it's still, that's the 90s, like, just being ridiculous. Right. Um. But... They end up finding out eventually that this Harry Winquist, or whatever his like alias is that uh, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is using is fake. And right. they kind of find out more about him. And a whole part that you didn't get to see is that uh, his wife gets really... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis gets, like, really sad that his, her husband was never around. So she's looking for adventure. So she oh. meets Bill Paxton in a restaurant. What? Yeah, because he's in this movie. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, when he's not, like, what, chasing tornadoes and shit? You're yeah. Like, he's he's just in a restaurant. And he's pretending to be a spy. Oh. But he's actually just a sleazy car dealer. Uh, dealership owner. Okay. Yeah, and so he lies to her and tells her he's a spy and he wants to take her away and she's very interested in this cuz her husband's boring. She thinks right. her husband just sells like textiles or something. Oh, weird. The, yeah, cuz that's what he told her. Yeah. Um, and it's funny cuz we're like, no, he's actually a spy. <laughs> but uh then Arnold Schwarzenegger gets privy to this information in the midst of the actual spy work that he's doing. Yeah, um, right. And Uh, after having that huge squabble that he has at the mall where a bunch of people get shot in the bathroom. Sure. The the old man survives. Uh, Good. That was in the stall. (laughs) (laughs) He's the only character that was like randomly thrown in there. (laughs) But uh, the main guy tries to kill Arnold Schwarzenegger during that time but he gets away so there's one guy still away. Um, And instead of going after him, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets distracted by his wife and her new secret boyfriend. Right. Right. And so he uses his spy resources to track them down. And when he tracks them down, they kidnap her and him. They like they basically embarrass or humiliate the the car dealership guy. He pees on himself. They throw him away. Whatever. Perfect. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is like in this huge spy room, and they're like interrogating her in a two-way mirror, and he's trying to find out if she actually loves her husband, and she right. does. But she doesn't know Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A huge famous scene happens, which I don't know if you heard of it or not, but uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger knows she wants spice in her life, so he gives her, like, this assignment as this mysterious person because she still thinks that she's, like,
0: involved
1: in the spy world of the car dealership guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, And then she has to, like, pretend to be a prostitute and dance for this guy, but it's Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) the whole time. Uh, <laughs> and he's, like, hiding behind, like, a silhouette or whatever, like, in the distance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's kind of romantic, but also kind of creepy, because, like, what if she was down and, like, went all the way with some random dude? Right. Yeah. Or but, got hurt. Yeah, or got hurt. But it's but it's her husband. Yeah. But, unfortunately, to do this whole side thing with his spy resources, he uses a Harry Winquist name, which is got un- it. compromised. Yeah. So then Jamie Lee Curtis and Art s- Schwarzenegger get kidnapped. By the actual terrorists. Okay. And a hilarious scene uh, happens because she's like telling her husband, Harry, just like, relax, I'll handle this. And he's like, no, you need to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, I like, no, I, yeah, she's like, no, I'm a spy. <laughs> but she's not. Um, no. And then uh, just the, then the rest of the movie gets very intense. But yeah. pretty much Juno Skinner, Cassandra from Wayne's World is a bad guy.
0: Okay. She's working
1: with the, these terrorist guys. And they have nuclear weapons. They want to bomb Miami. Blow it up. Jeez, um, okay. In this time, Jamie Lee Curtis finds out about her husband. And then my favorite part of the movie is that no character is kind of helpless. She kind of just like, it's like, okay, husband, like, I'm going to do what I need to do. And she takes right. a gun and they're like fighting off these guys. She's, of course, dropping the gun and all bumbling. Sure. She gets kidnapped again. They try to blow up the warehouse that they're in. And they think yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's dead, but he's not. He comes back in the last minute, saves Jamie Lee Curtis from, like, this limo that's about to drive off of a bridge. Oh, my God. They, okay. Yeah, they use fighter jets to blow up the bridge. And then uh, he rescues her by, like, grabbing her from a helicopter from the, yeah. from the top, bottom of the helicopter and pulling her out of the limousine.
0: Um, Jesus.
1: Yeah, right before it falls off the bridge. It's very intense. Uh, and then they have, like, a romantic kiss uh, as one of the bombs go off. Oh, God. So dangerous but still. I, they, like, never talk about that. I'm like, they're everyone's <laughs> just like, cover your eyes. And I'm like, uh, it's a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, but anyway, yeah. So there is this romantic kiss, and then in the background, you see a mushroom cloud.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> That's, like, dangerous for, like, miles and miles and miles. Yeah.
1: It's James Cameron. He okay. <laughs> good point. Um, and then when everything seems good, it's like, no, the big, big bad's still around. But he found out by looking in the wallet when they kidnapped them originally that he has yeah. a daughter. So, oh, no, Casper is about yeah. <laughs> to get kidnapped. Uh, so they go. He finds out that his daughter's been kidnapped. And so he takes one of the fighter jets because he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And yeah, he could do, do anything. And he takes it off the highway and, like, crashes into a bunch of police cars. And, and it gets crazy. And then he flies away to go save his daughter from the okay. middle of Miami. And uh, those high <laughs> rises and skyscrapers. Right uh and another cool part because i said no one's helpless in this movie the daughter it's kind of a plant and payoff way early in the movie she like steals her dad's money yeah even though he had like a camera he like originally he was testing out that cigarette camera yeah okay the money she was really good at stealing it anyway and got away and i was like why would they show that in the movie but then yeah. uh as a hostage the the main terrorist big bad guy is like I'm gonna use this key to like blow everyone up, and then the reporter guy who's there is like, "What key?" And then he looks, and the key's gone, and uh, Casper girl's gone, and so <laughs> and so she stole the key because she's good yeah. at stealing things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then she runs out to the top of the building, and she's on like the scaffold, and she's like about to like, "I'm gonna drop the key if you shoot me," and I'm like, "Oh, this girl's badass." Yeah, for real. Um, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, comes in the nick of time. She jumps onto the front of the jet. He saves her. She holds on. Uh, it's very r- reminiscent of. That to a jet. On. To a jet. She's like holding on to the front of it. Oh my god. Yeah. And then he like winks at her, and she winks at him. And I guess that means he's gonna turn the jet upside down because the guy is also on it. Oh my he jumps god. After them. Yeah. And he turns the jet sideways. The guy like lands onto the missile. One of the missiles, like his backpack strap or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, presses the button to release the rocket and it shoots him through a building. Um, and I think into another helicopter full of bad guys. Oh but my the- God. Happening in the city. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Through a building, it probably killed him at least a lot two of floors. people. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, yes. yes.
1: So, Big Bad's dead now. And I guess he saves the day. <laughs> the movie ends with. Uh, a very iconic scene okay. uh, of them tango dancing, doing the tango, Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold Schwarzenegger, to, uh, I think this song is called, like, Una Cabeza or something, Pon Una Cabeza. Okay. It's, it's like a very famous tango song. Okay. But that scene is, rem- is, like, if you've seen any spy movies, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yeah, where yeah. Like, they do a tango. Yeah. And it's very mysterious. It comes from like this movie.
0: Weird. That is such a trope. It's like, yeah. oh, like for some reason, ballroom dancing is like mysterious and sexy and also like dangerous somehow. And that comes from this. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So, you know, because they always have time in the middle of like spy yeah. work for to like quick oh, dance. Yeah, let's dance one, one song. Uh, yeah. So, pretty much, yeah, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger saving the day from evil terrorists. Right. It was pretty much his genre in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> in the 80s and kind of like now but yeah it was it's an action movie uh very much in the vein of like the diehards and yeah i'm
0: shocked i haven't seen it because i have seen i feel like i feel like i watch a lot of action movies especially now like i during the pandemic i work from home and i'm not used to like being alone all day so i like put something on in the background but i don't want it to be something i have to like pay attention to so i have been watching a lot of like not very good action movies like a lot of like like 2012 i watched the other day because it like you don't have to pay attention to it you can be doing your work and like check in and be like oh now like like the geysers in yellowstone are going off because it's the end of the world got it and then you can go back to your work and I, it does it hasn't come up Netflix or Hulu hasn't suggested it to me because it's not streaming, probably.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, it comes back every now and then, but I feel like James Cameron might be doing something with money or something, and that's why it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's always doing something with money. Yeah, but I pretty much
1: spoiled all the truth and the lies about the movie, so (laughs) not much left. but.
0: But I feel like, I mean, I don't think of Schwarzenegger as a comedian, but I do feel like he is known for, like, sort of witty you know, lines randomly sprinkled throughout the movie. Like, he's definitely known for, like, killing someone and saying something about it, you know?
1: Yeah. He always has a quip. Like, yes. he has, he's the Asa La Vista guy. Yes,
0: yes. So get I feel chopper. like you haven't ruined that for me. There's something in here that I bet I even say. I say Get to the Chopper all the time. I don't know what movie that's from, and I have not ever seen that movie.
1: It's you don't know that. I just all his movies i think yeah because there was a chopper in this movie so there there's a chopper is. in predator there's a chopper in terminator yeah, and yeah. it's in a chopper in kindergarten cop
0: is there is there a chopper in twins <laughs> do you know that one <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger there's, Vito? there's a
1: big there's a big chopper and there's a little chopper for oh, each of them.
0: that's cute but they're
1: matching yeah <laughs> that's so cute
0: this movie's. i thought it was it seems like it's an action movie but it, it like does seem like it's funny too. Like Jamie Lee Curtis has some good lines and there's a bit with her and sounds very fun. And maybe I will watch it. Yeah, If it's available to me, honestly, it's got to be easily available or I won't watch it.
1: It will be eventually. It'll pop up.
0: Eventually it'll come back around. Um, okay. I'm going to um, let us take a break for something for a second. Cause I got to fill up my water, but then when we come back, you are going to do all the talking about 500 days of summer.
1: Okay.
0: I hope you're ready. Awesome. Um, we'll be
1: back after this. Uh, are you going to prompt me or do I just go down the list of questions? No,
0: yeah, you can just look through the list and you don't have to really answer all of them if you don't want to. Um, if you're like, I already kind of did that or whatever, just skip it. Okay. But I'm uh, excited.
1: I mean, you also have to agree with me, right?
0: Yeah, I know. At this point in time, you're paying me all that money back that I paid you to Perfect. just agree with you. <laughs>
1: this is how we have a sustainable company, yes guys. I think so <laughs> okay so let's see uh the title of the movie I'm guessing it's 500 days of summer I've got that nailed much. it yep yes um what do I know about this movie going in um I know uh I feel like it's like the bible of like hipsters Okay. Or as, as it's at least it seems like the Bible of hip like hipster culture or something. I don't know. Yeah, like quirky pixie people. I don't know. I <laughs> I think every person that I've talked to who likes this movie, like the other movies that they give me, I'm like, oh, okay. They talk about like uh, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind, other stuff. So right. like, oh, it must be in that vein of movies where like. It's like a love story, but not a, not your average love story. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that's what I know, that it's not <laughs> your average love story. Uh, famous lines and scenes that come from this movie. Uh, I feel like, I, actually, I don't feel like I know. There, okay. is a, there, is a, there has to be a line in this movie where it's like, I spent so many days trying to forget about you but I'll never forget about you because I love you so much. Yeah. Kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, like, while I'm living in the skin, like, I can only think of you. And as long as I am this human being, unless I change into someone else, I'll never get, like, something, something cosmic and dramatic. Very I dramatic. I don't know if it comes from, like, the mom or the dad or sure. the lovers. I don't, but yeah. someone lied about love. <laughs> um, and someone cries. They okay. There's probably yeah. like a famous crying scene in this where someone cries for probably like 20 minutes and then we're just like, this is weird. It's a long scene. <laughs> That's a long scene. It's like, it just, it's 500 days of crying. That's a good point. Um, What people who I think are in this movie. <sighs> I... I feel like I know, but I I'm not sure. So yeah. it, it it has there's someone that looks like Katy Perry. So I'm gonna go off of I'm gonna say Zoe Deschanel. Okay, but if it's not her, it's Emily Blunt. But if it's yeah. not Emily Blunt, it's it's someone that looks like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, she has she has to she, she probably has blonde hair. Okay. And she changes it probably halfway through because she's okay. trying to like a new look. Yeah, yeah. She's probably, like, a preppy girl, and she was in high school, and then she graduates, and now she's, like, artsy.
0: Yeah, fun.
1: Uh, and then uh, there's because it's a love story, and because it was, I don't think it came out, like, in the last 10 years, it's probably not progressive enough for it to be a woman or someone that's non-binary. So I, it's probably a guy who's a Okay, actress. yeah. Um, and the guy... Uh, I feel, I feel so unsure about this, but I also feel like I've seen him in relation to this movie. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it, it has to be, because Michael Sarah's too young. Okay. And, or maybe he's not. And then, like, Elijah Wood is not cute enough for me. <laughs> he's too short.
0: But it's the two of them.
1: But, together. yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so, I, I think, I think, because I'm thinking of, like, child star, child actors who've kind of grown up, I think it might be um, Inception, batman guy
0: yeah joseph gordon levitt
1: joseph Joseph gordon levitt i i for sure think it is them i just don't know what they do in the movie okay uh yeah he maybe he's like a comedian oh fun like and no one laughs at his jokes and like he life's not funny it's actually really sad oh no (laughs) and then like the girl he likes she's actually funny but she doesn't want to be a comedian okay she works at like a furniture store or something and it's like very like Chill and yeah loves her, but also envies her because she can do everything he can't do. Yeah, yeah, this is what happens. Um, <laughs> the genre of the movie is what I said—not your average love story. Right, right. It's probably like some like magical, supernatural element to it. Oh, like, cool. Like, like being John Malkovich type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Adaptation, that kind of movie. But also It's a Charlie Kaufman movie. Yeah, so it's pretty much a Charlie Kaufman movie. Yeah. But like <laughs> but also romant romantic.
0: Yeah. But also not.
1: But also not. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of like the movie with the fish and the lady. What is that one that just came out? Fish Called Wanda? No, no,
0: no. Uh, the life aquatic. The, nope,
1: oh, no. Oh not the life aquatic. But newer than that.
0: Yeah, I know. But she like
1: makes she, out with the fish and she has sex with it. Yes.
0: Yeah. I like that movie. shape of water shape of water shape of
1: water there you go this is this is the sh- like the shape of water but this is in the summer because so there's not much water because it dried up got it it's a drought i got it a drought it's like that <laughs> for like fish out of water uh that's the genre uh why haven't i seen this movie this is controversial but i that's feel like I, I feel like i haven't seen it because how many people talk about it yeah and like I I've seen a lot of like uh, movies that I guess would be considered in like the hipster criterion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I just this one was like no, I don't want to watch it. I didn't. Yeah. Even, I don't even look. I didn't look at the like cover, or examine it. I don't know. I'm not too sure about who's in it, other than those archetypes of people right that body that persona of those people. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I just was like I don't want to see this movie because. <laughs> Because everyone else has seen it. And everyone else, yes. I, they talk about it in some way, but they don't ever tell me what's going on. And they So, go, oh, yeah, that movie really spoke to me. And I'm like, well, what did about it say What, <laughs> <laughs> like, what were which, you talking about? Yeah, if it spoke to you, what did it, it must be nothing. Because, like, you never say what happens in it. Yeah. They just talk about it being, like, so, like, this is so much like my life. And I'm like, well, one, I've never experienced 500 days of summer. There's right. way less days than that. Yes. There's only three hundred and sixty, what, five days in a year? Yes. Split up into different seasons. Yeah. Maybe oh, it takes place in another country. Okay. Hot all the time. So it feels like it's, you know, it's hot all the way through one year, all the way to the next summer. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's like a Mad Max situation where like it's all desert everywhere. So it always feels like summer. Exactly. I like that. That could
1: be cool. It's a desert, like a desert wasteland.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, in Inception, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah.
0: Is, and romantic. Uh, yeah.
1: He's, he's romantic, and he's like traversing across the desert. Yeah. To like find water for uh, Katy Perry. Yeah. And well, actually, in, like the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, where like all the characters changed. Okay. And they were people that look like Heath Ledger. I think this movie also does that, and it's not just Zoe Chanel. It's Zoe Chanel, Katy Perry, Emily Blunt. They're all in this oh. movie. Oh, she changes throughout the the seasons to different women, but he's just in love with this archetype.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: Yes, and so it's like Groundhog Day, but like with love. Yeah, it's um, a Charlie Kaufman movie. <laughs> it's a Charlie Kaufman movie in the Let's desert. Let's be honest, in the desert. I figured. I see. I told you. I, I knew this. <laughs> You're so, good at it. Do I'm you want
0: to? See the posters, so you know what it actually. Sure, <laughs> maybe it's about. Sure, okay, here we go.
1: It's gonna be the desert.
0: No, it's not.
1: Okay, well, okay there's you a got lot the of types. Pic- see, i it. I knew it was them because I I could just remember that in my head. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures though. See, I think those pictures. I can't see them that well, but they could be katie Perry and Emily Blunt also. So, <laughs> and
0: we wouldn't know.
1: Yeah, because they have the same eyes. And
0: yeah. It does definitely say Zoe Deschanel at the top.
1: Yeah. But well, she's, host... the main, she's the main actress, but... They, Got she, it. It's, it's a, like a reveal. They're not going to give it to me on the cover. No. <laughs> it's a uh, secret. Why is... Is, I guess that, is that a sun or a maple leaf? Because if it's a maple leaf, it looks like autumn, but if it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's a sun. Okay. So... <laughs> it takes place you, in Canada. So yeah
0: throw a maple leaf on
1: there <laughs> Where i don't unless, is there summer in canada but yeah it, yeah oh i don't know <laughs> i can read body language and she kind of looks like she's like yeah <laughs> she i don't know looks, about this yeah she looks kind of like not into him maybe Aww. he didn't brush his teeth or something i don't know oh
0: maybe was just the day they took the picture
1: yeah they look very preppy yeah they do and he's wearing a sweater, so I don't... Is it actually summer? I don't believe it, because...
0: I... When it is my turn, I'm absolutely going to talk about that. I want you to know, but I can't tell you right now. But that... Definitely their clothing choices in this movie is something that stuck out to me last night when I was watching it. I kept being like, but... But I won't tell you what I was thinking until it's my turn.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, because I was like, mm, this what, what summer is this? A summer in Alaska or something? I don't know. Maybe...
0: I don't know. I can't tell you. I'll tell you. Um, okay. Let's take a quick break. I'll show you six minutes. You've okay. got to pay attention because you got to recap it for everyone. Not everyone is going to watch it okay. um, from minute 24 and zero seconds to minute 30 and zero seconds. And then I'm also going to email you a second set of questions that you haven't seen yet okay. so that you can answer for the next part.
1: I'm gonna be embarrassed if I was not even if I didn't get one thing right.
0: You're gonna get something. You got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and you guessed Zoe Deschanel at some point, point. and then you okay. guessed four more actresses, but you did guess Zoe Deschanel at some point. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. We're taking a quick break so I can cue the movie up, and then I will be right back after this I'm recording again, okay. and you've got to recap that beautiful Charlie Kaufman directed scene
1: yes because he for sure directed that scene um let's see who's actually in the movie will you just will you just recap it
0: first just so people know what we saw okay we can do it really quick
1: okay so what i what i saw in the scene was joseph gordon levitt Uh uh-huh and joey de because i'm a genius yes um they were awkwardly at the end of a first date or it looked like because she didn't kiss him or anything. And they like walked away awkwardly, like we did when we were like in high school and went on date. Right. And then come to find out they work together because they're both using photocopiers, except he's just in the really huge one and she had the little one. So I was like, he's not considerate. I'm, yeah. Is one um a one. And she definitely looks like a manic pixie dream girl. Like this, this is like pre Jess yeah. from New Girl. Yes. Like this is when she was the old girl. And then yeah. she became the new girl. Yeah. And like, yes. And this is like Zoe De Chanel, I'm a manic pixie dream girl. Yes. Um, Cause she's like not saying anything at work. And she's just like, I'm pretty. And he's like, oh, I'm in love with her, I guess. That's <laughs> what <laughs> it looks like.
0: Uh, oh,
1: he's wearing sweater vests the whole time. Yes. I don't think he changes his clothes. He looks like Doug Funny from like the cartoon. Yeah. So maybe this is like Doug grown up and then like she's Patty Mayonnaise. And this is just a retelling of that.
0: Um,
1: Yeah. And then uh, it looks like he's vying for her attention and he gets it a little bit. But sometimes there's gets really, I felt uncomfortable because he was like, the sinks aren't working and she was ignoring him. Yeah. And it cuts to, uh, well, there's a scene like when this apartment, his friend comes over who, I don't know who that guy is. He looks like Skeet Ulrich from like Scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to say he's Scre- Skeet Ulrich from Scream. And Great. he shows up, he has on scrubs, so he's like a doctor. And yeah, he's something. Like, Dude, you're obsessed with this girl. <laughs> uh, you need to get over her. And like, she ain't shit. And then she pops up and she's there yeah he's fully clothed so i'm like oh okay good They were just like talking yeah 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 but she's there and it's awkward and then the friend's like i'm just gonna leave and then joseph uh and zoe go like it cuts to them in a store
0: yeah, and I didn't I didn't
1: know they were in a store at first. If so they were in their house, and I was like, "This, how did they, how did we jump to them being in a house? Are they married now?" Is right. Land? Why are there and so many sinks? Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of sinks. Um, and then they're like playing house throughout the store. It looks like it's an IKEA because I see like. So- yeah. Uh, and I'm like, that's cute. They're playing house, and he's really into it, and she seems like she's going along with it, and it's very romantic. There's no music really playing in the background. And I was like, this is such a montage moment. Where's the, like, 80s music? But anyway, um, their outfits are, she's still wearing her little cute dresses, and he's still wearing his sweater vest.
0: Right. And
1: they, like, it ends with them landing on a bed and embracing each other. And they kiss, and it's romantic, and it's about to be a huge Disney moment. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not into anything serious. And I'm like, bombshell dropped on him like he, he he's i think he's more into it than she is yeah
0: this Bad is the boy. prequel
1: to she's just not that into you
0: i would i love he's just not that into you and i'd yeah, absolutely watch
1: she's just not that into you i <laughs> yeah. would this is the, the other version <laughs> okay so that's pretty much what happens yes two co-workers look like they're in love he's more in love with her uh, they play house. Cute. And she, and she's like, I'm not down. <laughs> I'm but not she is. But she is. I don't know. Hard to say. Yeah. They'll end up together. It's like it's a romance.
0: I don't know. I do know the answer. All right, now you can do your questions.
1: Okay. Did um, I send who's actually in the movie? Uh, Zoe Deschanel, mm-hmm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Skeet Ulrich's twin brother, <laughs> uh, Pete Ulrich. Oh, cute. Um, I'm pretty sure there's also some older people in it. Like, there has to be, like, a Kathy Bates or something is, like, his mom. Okay. Um, Yeah, there. you know, there's maybe Robert Duvall is, like, a a college professor or something. I don't know. He seems like he's in college because it looked like a dorm. Or maybe it was his house. I don't know. Because sometimes they have huge houses and it doesn't explain, like, how young, how can you be that young and have, like, a so Such an expensive, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like they live in, like, New York somewhere, because uh, okay. it looks that way. Um, who's the main protagonist? Is I'm gonna go for the person that least annoyed me, and that was the doctor friend, so I'm gonna say <laughs> he's the main protagonist. <laughs> and, bold move. <laughs> no, I would, I would say, I think it's supposed to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the protagonist. Okay. Um, and the antagonist, this is what also hit me during the movie. There was a moment where they were talking the two friends, the guys, and it seemed very 4chan-esque, like, like locker room talk. I was like, I'm not into it. Yeah. So I'm going to say that I think the base off that, this movie's antagonist is De Chanel, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, even though she's the love interest. Um, yes. What's happening to the protag before this scene? They're probably eating spaghetti at an Italian restaurant. And-
0: yes. Uh, how did you really? know that? No. <laughs>
1: oh
0: <laughs> that would be incredible I felt so
1: cool i felt so cool they're at a movie then they're at a movie that's about an italian restaurant and they're watching it perfect okay um and they're on a date that's what it looked like i yeah. hope so unless he was just stalking her and he bumped into her at in the last minute Ooh, weird um what was happening to the antag before this scene uh she was she was like going along with the date because at the end she looked like she was not that into it yeah um what will happen to the protagonist in the future? I think they're going to fall in out of love. Three times exactly. Okay. Wow. And it's a fairy tale. It, it's gonna be at three different points of their life. Okay. She'll probably get married and have children with someone else, but that'll fall apart. <gasps>
0: oh, and then they meet again.
1: And then they meet again. Oh and then they fall in love. And then the yeah. end's like very much like like the notebook or something where he's like telling her a story and she's still being like she's like the old manic pixie dream yeah yeah and she's like i'm
0: i still got bangs but i'm like 90 yeah she's like painting and she's naked yes yeah or they're playing
1: house again but they're like playing house in like a funeral home because they're like so old oh my
0: god and they're like this is my
1: casket um (laughs) Yes, but they're going to, they'll end up together. After, like, it'll be some very sad moments. This movie seems, the way he was standing around and, like, looking off into the distance, it seems like he'll definitely be, like, crying a couple times. And she'll be like, I don't know what I want, but, like, I want you. Yeah. Yeah. A scene that would be fucking awesome that happens. Uh... What I said earlier, where like she transforms into different girls. So yeah, that'd be cool. Transform into like Emily Blunt and Katy Perry because he just likes this archetype. Yes. Like, Am I actually in love with the woman deep within, or just the image of her? Yeah. Uh, and so his he goes through a crazy trippy shroom sequence where he just sees all the different <laughs> women that look like her. Yeah. Uh, the moral of the movie: Don't fuck your coworkers. Yeah. Good. Great. Great yeah, <laughs> everyone should looks, listen to that. It looks like it's gonna lead to something intense. Yeah, uh, the movie ends with a warm embrace and senile old people who are still in love, mm-hmm. like, the, like the notebook. What's the last line of the movie? The sink's not working. Oh, it just keeps coming around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and why is this the title of the movie? Oh, because I found out her name is Summer. Yes, so she does something for 500 days oh no what's wrong i just i feel like now that i'm putting together her name summer and it's 500 days i feel like she's only going to be involved in this life for 500 days but i might be off
0: okay what do i, I, feel I
1: like yeah see she's going to be involved in her life for 500 days they're going to break up then he's gonna get back with her again, and then it's Eternity of Summer.
0: Okay, that's beautiful. Yeah. Eternity that's of
1: easy. Summer is the yeah. sequel. <laughs> yes. Of them as all people.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's what so happens. Okay, it's
1: do
0: cool. you wanna know the do you wanna know the true lies or the truth? The Oh. Tr- uh, uh,
1: the, the truth. truth. Okay. Is it, please be a happy movie.
0: I okay. Here's I do think this movie is controversial and I like I saw it like pretty much right when it came out because I really like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm like a yeah. fan of his. And when I saw him, he was in the movie and it's like a romantic thing and he's cute. You know, he's very like sad and existential or whatever, but like he's cute and I like movies with him and I was like I'm going to see this. So when I first saw it, I watched the movie and was like it's good. Like there's two very famous scenes and you got to see one of them, which is them like running around IKEA. And I feel like I was in college when this movie came out and i feel like for like three or four years after this movie came out everyone was like i'm we're gonna go on a date to ikea and it's like that sounds fucking horrible like yeah that sounds terrible but it became i don't know if you know anyone that did this but they're definitely like
1: my my roommate actually, who's his fiance, they're getting married in December. She, yeah. She's a brunette with bangs. Yeah. And they have, and he's a he's like a hipster dude with glasses and like the blonde bulge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flannels. They have went on multiple dates to IKEA. I
0: don't get it. I don't right? understand. And it, it makes
1: sense now. It makes so much sense to me.
0: It's from the, like I feel like this like spawned the idea for everyone, and look, I like to run errands with another person. i get that and wherever i am i like to have a good time but i would never be like let's go on a date to home depot that sounds insane sounds crazy yeah that's one of the famous scenes and then there's another famous scene that i'll talk about in a second so like watching the movie i was like it's good there's some good moments there's some memorable things whatever my life isn't changed you know and then i met a bunch of dudes who were like that movie's so good i really understood it Man, is Zoe Deschanel's character a huge bitch? And I'm like, uh oh, you watched it wrong.
1: See, that's why I got that vibe when they were talking in the, in the apartment. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. This movie makes me uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Because I know a, definitely a group of people who watched the movie and were like, oh, like you said, Zoe Deschanel's the bad guy. And it's like, no, 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 you watched it wrong. It's like, um, have you ever seen Breaking Bad? Yeah. So you and know, everyone how hated
1: Skyler? Yes.
0: And everyone's Which like, works. Walter White's my hero, and it's like, no, dude, he's the bad guy. Yeah. He's evil. That's what this movie is for some people. Like, some people watch this movie and are like, I totally get Joseph gordon Lovett. now I'm an incel, and it's like, you watched the movie. Oh, now.
1: see, I got that vibe. Don't, you did it
0: incorrectly.
1: Yeah. It can be misconstrued into an incel, like, like yes
0: and i and if you watch the movie and you get the message that i got out of it i think it's a totally fine movie and like not detrimental but i do think there's a group of people that watched it and were like yeah women are women are evil it's like whoa 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 (laughs) let's let's reel it in um okay so here's the movie like you saw kind of jumps back and forth in the timeline like sometimes we're in day like 300 sometimes we're in day like 30 i'm just gonna tell it like like from day one to day five hundred. Does that make sense? Um well the movie starts with um this woman on a bike like driving up like you just see the back of her head, you see her helmet, she gets up to this gate, she rings in, and it's like the perspective is such that it looks like a 30 year old woman or something coming to the door. And yeah. then she gets to the door, they open it, and the people are like too tall and it zooms out and it's Chloe Grace Moretz and she's like nine. And she walks in in. Yeah, she's the best part of the movie. Like, she's my hero in it. She walks in and she's like, All right, what's the problem? And like, they're like, He's in the kitchen. And she like walks in, and Joseph Gordon Levitt is just breaking plates, like, just standing there, no emotion, just like breaking plates, like, onto like a counter. And she's like, Tom, Tom, tell me what happened. And she's like, The voice of reason in the whole movie. She's like, He like goes to her advice often. You find out they're brother and sister he like is constantly going to her for advice at like her soccer games <laughs> like he like sits on the bench next to her and is like but she said this and chloe grace Moretz at to constantly be like yeah but women say like that's a totally normal thing like if you want to be boyfriend girlfriend ask her for boyfriend girlfriend he's like well i don't want to be uncool and she's like you are uncool if you care this much about it you're uncool and just ask like just be yourself and she's like totally the voice of reason and she's the best part of the movie
1: she's such a badass she's I, that's cool. awesome.
0: Yeah. I really like her. So their relationship is like, he works in this office. He writes for greeting cards. He's like a greeting card writer in this big office. like her. Yeah. And she gets hired as the new assistant. And um, he like looks at her and he's like, I immediately knew I was in love with her, which like is dangerous to me. (laughs) Like he does not know her at all. He just, like you said, he just sees her and is like, this is the archetype that I love. I'm in love with this woman. Like, he's like, I knew it immediately. And then so he sits he, down at his he's desk A little bit, yeah. And like, yeah. I believe in like immediate attraction to someone. Like, I think that's totally legit. You could see someone and be like, that girl's really hot or that girl seems really interesting. I want to get to know her better or whatever. But I feel like if you look at anyone and you're like, that's the love of my life, it's like, pump your brakes. You do not know this person. So he sits at his desk and one of his, so you saw one of his best friends, which is, uh, you called him Skeet Ulrich. He's actually the guy from Criminal Minds.
1: Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. They look very I've seen the episode, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's that guy. He's one of the best friends. And the other best friends is the guy who's like, um, I don't know what movie this is even, but he's like, these snozberries taste like snozberries. You know what I'm talking about?
1: He's also in like a procedural show. He is? I think so
0: i believe you he, but it's that guy
1: from Stru- super, troopers? super troopers
0: that is what it is yeah
1: okay yeah he's yes.
0: got the curly black hair
1: he's he, the guy that's like when the fuck do we get ice cream on uh the ringer but i believe um, you No one's seen that movie so i have yeah. not we're, we're, um next time okay
0: <laughs> but he's the other best friend and joseph gordon levitt's like looking at zoe deschanel and the dude's like dude don't She's totally rude to Phil in the copy room. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like, I don't know, man, maybe she was busy. And he's like, no, she's a stuck-up skank. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like into it. He's like, okay, cool, got it. And then it cuts to them on the elevator. And they're like, he's got his headphones on. He's like looking off like to the side. And she gets on and stands next to him like the other way. He's like not looking at her. And she's like, oh, hey, I'm new. Like, hi, I want to meet. People, you know, like it's my yeah. fucking office, we work together. Can we speak? And she's like, Oh, you're listening to the Smiths? And he's like, Yeah, and she's like, Oh, of course I love- the Smiths. yes, yeah. he is. And he's like, he's, She's like, Oh, I love the Smiths. She's like, Sings a little bit of a song, and she's like, I love that song. And he's like, Yeah, wow. And he just stays on the she exits, she's like, Okay, see you tomorrow. And she leaves, and he's just like, That's the girl in my dreams. That's all it takes. It's like, She knows who the Smiths are, and now I'm in love with her. So like, I don't think Joseph Gord levitt is like an evil guy in this movie. I'm not trying to say that. I just think he's one of those people that is like, I've decided this girl is this thing and I put her on this pedestal and now she always has to be that thing, regardless of what she says or does. Like, I'm always going to expect her to be that thing. And that's Mm a common thing. And I think by the end of the movie, he does learn his lesson and he does mature. But I don't think everyone that watched the movie saw that. So you see them, like, she, it takes them a month before they really talk to each other. So it's, like, a couple of days go by. It'll be, like, day 12. Yeah. Well, they work together. It's super weird. So the night you saw was, like, 30 days in, and they go to, like, office karaoke or
1: whatever. That was 30 days? That seemed like day two.
0: Yeah, I know. It should have been. Especially because he likes her. But he spends, like, 20 days, like, going back and forth being, like, I really, like, she does this, she does that. I noticed she does this. And he's, like... And he's like, but I'm not going to give her a chance. And he's like, his friends are like, did you ask her out? And he's like, no, but like, I gave her a chance. And it'll cut to him like at his desk, like, you know, like turn the Smiths up really loud for when she walks past and she just like leaves the office, like a normal human being. And he's like, guess she's not into me. She's not going to come over and comment on the Smiths. And it's like, dude, talk to her. She's a person.
1: Yeah. uh...
0: So it's weird. And then they hang out at this karaoke night they go to this karaoke night and they like talk and she's like i'm really into bruce springsteen and he's like i'm really into bruce springsteen i'm from new jersey and they like bond and um it's him and snozzberries and zoe de chanel the three of them are all hanging out and then snozzberries gets really drunk and so they like carry him sort of to a cab together and put him in the cab and right when they put him in the cab snozzberries like summer or he's he's like joseph you should tell her you should tell her you like her and he's like shut up dude and he puts him in the taxi and shuts the door, and she's like, "Is it true? Do you like me?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I like you." And she's like, "But like, just as friends, or?" And he's like, "Yeah, just as friends. Yeah, just Why? as friends." Why?
1: Why did he just be forward? Right.
0: And she's it's like, "It's already
1: bad." Your friend told.
0: <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, that's cool. Because because I think you're very interesting, and I would like to just be friends with you." And he's like. Okay, yeah, we could be just friends. And she's like, great. And then they stood there for that weird moment that you saw. They're like staring at each other. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go. But they like had this conversation where they're like, let's be friends with each other. Oh, I forgot. This is really important. I'm sorry. Also at karaoke night, they're like sitting there and they're bonding over like Bruce Springsteen or whatever. And then some, you know, it cuts around. You know, they sing a song and then they'll talk and then they'll sing a song. And at some point in time, she's like, I don't know, man. I don't really believe in love. Like, I think love is fake. And he's like, what are you talking about? Love is like the most important thing. And when you feel it, you know it. And he's talking about her. And she's just like, I don't really believe in love. She's like, my parents had got divorced and I just don't really think it's possible. So I'm not really looking for anything. And Snosbery's like, you don't want to be anyone's girlfriend. And she's like, I don't want to be anyone's anything. I don't want that pressure. I just want to like live and be my own person. And have a good time. Like, I'll go out on a date with someone, but it doesn't mean that, like, we're all of a sudden committed to each other for forever. And he's like, I think so that's- She's bl-. being very open. She's 100%. And then, like, you saw in Ikea, that's, like, their first, like, date, really. Like, she kisses him in the office, and then they pretty much go immediately to Ikea for some reason. <laughs> and she kisses him again, and then she's like, hey, I want to be clear. I'm not looking for anything serious. And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I know, I know. And then they go back to his house- and he's like, they're like hard making out. And he's like, Oh, one second. And he goes in the bathroom and he's like, we're going to be casual. He's like prep pep talking himself in the mirror. He's like, we're being casual. Everything's cool. Everything's going to be fine. We're just going to be casual. It's not a big deal. And he comes out and she's like naked in his bed and he's like, Oh damn. And they have sex. And then this is one of the really famous scenes. The next day he like wakes up, <laughs> um, what's this song it's a simon and garfunkel song it starts playing and it's like what you want you got it might be hard to handle you know that song yeah you you make my dreams come yeah that's it that's it yeah so he's like walking around and that song's playing and i'm not kidding he like do you know this movie
1: yes that's this movie he like looks like a parody of it
0: yes he like sees harrison ford and they like wink at each other and then he's walking and like Everyone in the street just starts shaking his hand, they're like, Congratulations, son, congratulations. And then there's a choreographed dance. He like dances with people in the street, and they're all like celebrating him. They're like jazz hands and everything. Someone does a flip, I'm sure. And he like a bird lands on his finger, like a cartoon bird lands on his finger and like winks at him and then flies away. And he's just There's like, my
1: there's my sequence, my acid trip sequence.
0: Yes, exactly. It yes. And so it's like <laughs> When I saw that in theaters, I was like, oh, this is incredible. Like what an incredible scene to see in a movie. So this movie's not like shit. I'm not trying to say that. I just think it's kind of dangerous because some people get the wrong thing out of it. Mm-hmm. So he's like on Clyde mind. He's having a great time, whatever. And then he, they go on like a couple more dates. They're like, you know, it's like some cuts of them. Like it keeps cutting back and forth. So like, you'll see a moment of some are being like, I don't really think this is working. And then it'll cut back to him being like, no, 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 But remember that time? And it'll be like them having fun at the movies, them doing this. She like rents porn for them to watch together. And then they try a move and it's funny and fun. And he's like, this is the best relationship I've ever had in my life. Like she's the greatest girl of all time. And there's this scene where he's like, I love her. I love her eyes. I love her hair. I love this mole that she has. I love her knees. And it's like, okay, is there any part of her personality that you're interested in right <laughs> is it just her looks great um so he like goes through like some of the like classic things like he doesn't know whether they're boyfriend and girlfriend and he wants to ask and so it like goes to chloe grace Moretz, and is like what do i do and she's kind of like dude like this relationship shouldn't be her basic like through line is like this relationship shouldn't be so stressful if it's like the one it should not be easy every second but it should be easier than this and he's yeah. like just putting her on a pedestal. He's just seeing the, like, the relationship with rose-colored glasses. And then it gets to a point where finally Summer, like, breaks up with him and is, like, on day, like, 280, 300-ish, somewhere around there, she breaks up with him. And he's, like, I don't understand. And that's when he's, like, smashing all the plates. And Chloe at that time is, like, hey, really look back at your relationship. Like, don't just remember the good parts. Like, really think back on your relationship and remember, like, all of the parts of it and then you see some of the scenes you'd seen before and you see the moment like after they laugh together or something where she's like not interested in it and they're like signs or whatever that she like wasn't into the relationship there's like this moment where they're watching the end of the graduate together and it's like i don't know if you've seen the graduate but there's a moment yeah it's
1: a great that's a great movie to be watching for this movie
0: yes yeah and there's that moment where they're driving away in the car and the woman who just got married is kind of like fuck did I just get trapped in this life and she like is looking around and Zoe Deschanel in the theater is like bawling because she feels trapped in this relationship she doesn't know how she feels and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like what's wrong and she's like nothing let's just let's just talk tomorrow like I can't I've got shit to feel out and so basically he thinks back to all these times where she was like I don't want to be in a serious relationship and he kept being like we're boyfriend and girlfriend we're in love blah, Blah 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 and she like over and over like was like there's so many signs that she didn't that she felt trapped or whatever. So he thinks about that. He starts to get better. He quits his job at the greeting card company because he never really wanted to work there. He always wanted to be an architect and she always kind of encouraged him, but he kind of was like, yeah, maybe one day, but right now life's fine because I'm in love with you. And she was like, you're not in love with me. So he quits the job. He becomes an architect. He like goes and like interviews at all these places. He like puts a portfolio together. He reads books. (laughs) At one point in time, there's a scene where he's got like a stack of books. And I swear to God, all of the titles of the books are just like something architecture. Like it's like color in architecture, architecture. I'm like, dude, that's like 101 stuff. Like you yeah. should be beyond that at this point. Yeah,
1: I feel like that's the PD that was just like, I'm just going to grab these random books. And I don't
0: know. It said architecture on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. I watched it. was like, that's gross.
1: Because there's a moment where there's like candles sitting in an Ikea that were just placed so weirdly. And that bothered me. they were placed in a weird line. But yeah, so that might be
0: Ikea though. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> or a PA, but yeah. So he like starts to interview for places, and then he um, goes to this wedding. Like someone at their office invited him to this wedding. He's on the train. He calls up Snosbury's, and Snosbury's like, "Yeah, man, I'm not going." And he's like, "I'm literally not going to know anywhere. Anyone there? It's just gonna be me and a bunch of old people at this wedding. You were the dude I was supposed to go with." And is like, "Sorry, man. Have a good time." And then he sees Zoe Deschanel on the train and they've been broken up for a while. And he's like, this is so embarrassing, like whatever. And she comes over and she's like, hey, how are you? And he's like, "Uh, I'm okay. Oh, she had quit the job a while ago. Like she quit like right after they broke up or something. And he's like, she's like, I haven't seen you in a while. How have you been? It's been a month or so or whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. And he's being a little weird. And she's like, okay, well, I was going to go get a coffee since it's like a two hour train ride. Do you want to come with? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'll go get a coffee. And so they go get a coffee together, like, on the train car. And it's just – it really is – I was scared, too. It's nice. They, like, talk and joke together. They go to this wedding together. They're, like, hanging out. They're All the kids at the wedding are, like, hanging out with them. They're, like, literally playing Duck, Duck, Goose. And it's not, like, romantic. They're just, like, two people that were legitimately friends – but then dated and it was a messy breakup. And now they're like sort of just being friends again. And then one point in time, he's like, do you want to dance? And they dance for one song together. And then they're like, we had a good time. And they just part. And he's like, she's like, do you want to come to this party at my house this week? Like, I've had a really good time at this wedding. I feel like we can be friends. Do you want to come to this party at my house? And he's like, yes, I do. And then this is the other really famous scene, which has become a meme. Have you seen those memes where it's like expectation reality? That's like two different things. I think that came from this movie because there's a scene in the movie that's it's there's one box that says expectation, one box that says reality, and it's him like walking to the party, and he gets to the door, and in his expectation one, he gets to the door, and Zoe Deschanel is like Joseph, and like kisses him on the mouth, and is like come in, and like in his expectation, he's like the party has like eight people, and they spend the whole night sitting together and just talking, just the two of them, and. Like they get really, cl- it's just, it's like cut scenes of like the two of them talking at this table, the two of them talking against a wall, and like it's just them the whole night. And then the reality is like she was, like she said, having a party and he was invited, and there are other people there and everyone's talking and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then the scene ends with Joseph Gordon Levitt seeing that she has a ring on her finger Ooh. and he's like, what the fuck? And he leaves and he's really pissed and whatever. And then he really starts interviewing for architecture jobs and he really starts to try to get over her because he's like, she, she's a bitch. She said she didn't want to get married when she was with me and she lied. And it's like, nope, she just like woke up one morning and decided she wanted this new thing and she never wanted it with you. And that's fine. Like people change. Like you don't have to, she isn't lying to you, whatever. So he's interviewing for all these jobs. He's about to go into this last interview and he runs into her at this like spot in the park that they used to go to together. And she's like, hey, Joseph. And he like turns around and he's like, oh, hey, Summer. And he's like, I guess I should say congratulations. And she's like, only if you mean it. And so he doesn't say it. And then she's like, hey, I really like, I really am glad we spent that time together and you came to my party. And I'm really glad we can be like friends now. And he's like, why didn't you tell me? you were like, you knew at the party, you knew at the wedding that you were engaged. Why didn't you tell me? And she's like, I don't know. It just felt weird to say. And like, I never expected to want to get married. I never expected to want to wake up and want to be in a serious relationship. And she's like, but I just did. And they kind of have the flip-flop of the scene in the beginning where she's like, love is real. Fate is real. Destiny is real. And he's like, I don't think it exists. I think it's all a sham. And she's kind of like, Tom, I really hope that you and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I quit my job. I'm, I'm actually going to an interview to be an architect. And she's like, I'm really proud of you. I'm really glad you're pursuing your things. Like, I really do want you to be happy. I really mean that. I'm sorry. Our thing didn't work out. And he's like, okay. And he has this moment where he's like, Hey, you know what? Congratulations. I really hope you're happy too. And they like part friends. So for me watching the movie, I guess, I don't know it's because I'm a woman, but for me watching it, I was like, good. He learned his lesson. That like. People can change and that, like, love is real, but like, it doesn't, it's maybe not your version of love where you just pick someone and decide you're in love with them. It's like really getting to know someone and feeling that comfort level with them as a person and not just being like, holy shit, I got this incredible woman. Now I'm in love with her. It's like really loving the person and not necessarily like the idea of the person. And then he goes to this interview, and it's him and one other woman, and he's kind of making jokes to her. And then. He gets up to leave and he's like, he gets up and walks away and then he's like, excuse me, sir, one second, I forgot my uh, pen. And he goes back to the interview room and he's like, would you like to get coffee? And she's like, um, yeah, I would like to get coffee. And he's like, great, thanks, I'm Joseph. And she goes, my name's Autumn. And then the movie ends. Oh, no,
1: Um, not 500 Days of Autumn.
0: Hopefully longer, Mike. Yeah,
1: so... (laughs) The happy ending is not—it's not what I wanted. Okay. No, so, I do
0: feel like he learned his lesson. If he hadn't learned his lesson and just met another girl, I would be like, okay, he needs time. But I do feel like he worked on himself, like got the job he wanted, was living for himself instead of trying to just find a woman to make him happy. He was like being, you know, true to who he is. Definitely. I don't know.
1: I I learned from these women that are these women that this movie that. <laughs> Women are just human beings like everybody is. not that crazy? <laughs> I'm glad you learned it now. Yeah. No, I've always I known know. that. But um, the thing is, what I, I, from what you're telling me, that sounds amazing. I thought yes. like in their relationship, he learned to go with, for what he truly wants, which is his job change. Yes. And she learned what love actually looks like. It wasn't that, but she learned what it could look like if she right. found it. So they did teach each other a lot. And that's yes. what relationships should do.
0: Yes. She's definitely not perfect, but I think she's not the villain either, which I think a lot of people watch wow. the movie and we're like, oh, she's the villain. I get relationships. And I'm like, no, no, I you think don't. the
1: villain is like, the the villain is like insecurity. It's like some kind of, it's like, it's love pretty much because it right. might, can be dangerous and it also can be very like pleasing, but it can lead to very dangerous like emotions so they can blind you. So yes. And, and JGL's instance
0: so i love jgl i forgot yeah 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 it's a good it is it's a good movie it's worth a watch there are a lot of cool like there's a narrator and there's a lot of cool moments they talk about the summer effect which is when they first meet summer they're like oh the summer effect and it's like it looks like um footage it's like black and white it looks like documentary footage and it's like In 1992, when Summer worked at this ice cream shop for three months, their sales increased by 212%. And it's, like, all these, like, statistics about Summer's life where, like, men are just just sort of naturally attracted to her. Like, she just is, like, she's cute. She seems very open. She's pleasant. Like, she's always, like, smiling. Like, I get it. If I saw that woman, I'd be like, I'd like to be friends with that person who seems, like, confident and open and nice. Like, I get it. But it's just such a funny, like, way to do it. Instead of being, like, you know, I feel like in other movies, they're like, oh, that's Jenny. She's banged half the football team, so she's hot and popular. It's, like, a, an interesting way to introduce, like, people have always been attracted to this woman. And now Joseph Gordon-Levitt is, like, the most recent, like, person to, like, fall into the trap of just being attracted to her outside instead of her inside.
1: Yes. It's like there's something about Mary, but like a cute hipster version of it.
0: I haven't seen it, but now maybe I will because oh, I, yeah. I did like this movie. I didn't like necessarily what it did to Ikea. I'm sure Ikea fucking hated it because people <laughs> would come and fuck around in the store.
1: And they're like, no.
0: Yeah, they're like, it's a store, guys. We're a business. Stop laying in our beds. But I do like, I mean, in general, I do like the movie and having rewatched it, knowing how I feel about it I was able to enjoy it because I'm like I know that I know what the moral is so I can enjoy the movie without being worried about other people they'll figure it out it's good you yeah. should check it out
1: I'm definitely watching it now. Yeah, I, I, my roommate actually has it I just never oh, perfect. seen it I think he has it because he talks about it but it's so interesting like I I have never once heard any of the details you gave
0: yeah yeah
1: all I heard was that like she sucks and so i'm just like trying to i'm like what did she do does she like is she yeah. him? like i was like i don't understand i didn't get it so that yeah. makes sense it's a lot of like i mean i was her in a lot of relationships so i feel like that's why i don't judge her
0: I'm yeah,
1: like, yeah yeah I, yes. free
0: I think everyone's both person like everyone has been zoe deschanel and everyone has been joseph gordon levitt and yeah like it just happens and i think picking one of them as the villain doesn't make any sense joseph gordon levitt's definitely an asshole in a lot of scenes in this movie because like as his character arc goes he has to hit rock bottom and he is an asshole but i still don't think he's like he's hurt so like he's not evil he's just like going through something and not being the best guy but it doesn't make him the villain either it's like they both, like you said, they both needed to meet each other, learn a lesson, and then break up and grow and become better people.
1: Yeah, I wonder what Zoé Deschanel's middle name is because you have Chloe Grace Moretz, you have Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Is she like Zoé Alexandria Deschanel? So, or maybe it's
0: just like Anne, and she like to, um, she's like I don't want. You guys have cool stuff going on. I don't want. Yeah, my thing to ruin it.
1: Grace and gordon It's not his
0: middle name though.
1: His it's just his first name. Okay. Oh. Okay.
0: Oh, you learned something. I
1: actually like when you say that. I can visualize it. Yeah, the hyphen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I can see
0: it. So he might be like Joseph Peter Gordon Levitt. We that's, don't know.
1: That's too much.
0: I know it's a lot. It's a mouthful.
1: He's, he sounds like a furniture <laughs> store.
0: <laughs> oh, welcome to Joseph Peter Gordon Levitt. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's a lot. Okay, Mike. Thank you for so much for being on. I feel like we both learned something about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you have anything to plug? Do you have anything? I know you have a podcast. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I
1: don't know what you want to talk about. Uh. uh yeah. Our podcast is Black Man in the Right World. Uh. And you can find it on blackmanintherightworld dot com. Um. Or Apple, Google, all the the major. It's everywhere. Places. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much me talking about being a black guy, token black guy, in this crazy world that's <laughs> predominantly white. Yes uh yeah and it's fun it's informative and it's also a lot of me like saying shit that I probably shouldn't say in public but but I'm putting it, it on a podcast yeah <laughs> Perfect. uh yes yeah. so that's that's pretty much what I'm doing it up to nowadays
0: cool I'm into it I'm doing this uh for people listening that don't know my social media I'd love to know how you found this please dm me but it's minute M-I-N-U-T-E-20-T-W-E-N-T-Y. And then the number four. And I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I'm on all the podcast places too. So you can find it. But again, if you're listening to this, you've already found the podcast. So I don't need to tell you that. I don't know. I'm conflicted. We'll see. Thank (laughs) you for being a guest, Mike. Thank you for having me. Goodbye forever.